She poops in pools. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> you should see me right now. Oh. Are we keeping it casual or you want it like? No, we want it casual. Okay. Hey guys, we're back. One of us is recording from an actual closet this time. That's me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm just trying to get back on track to real life after a vacation for a week and then Easter weekend. My life's been a blur for the last seven days, so I'm trying to step back into reality over here. I know. Welcome back, Ashley. Thanks. I didn't want to come back to reality, though. (laughs) I get it. I get it. How was that vacation, by the way? I saw some awesome pictures. It was good. It was a completely different vacation than we usually take. Our vacations are usually cruises because it's just the easiest thing to do with a kid. Right. There's no planning involved. There's plenty of activities. So... We usually take the easy route and just book a cruise or we go home and visit my family in New York. So this was completely different from anything we've done. We really didn't have anything planned. We just rented a cabin in the Blue Ridge Mountains and chilled for a week. It was so nice. Patrick and Olivia actually got to hang out and spend time together, which is very rare because just work real life. So they played games every day. They went in the hot tub. They played outside all day. We explored. We ate good food. It was awesome. That sounds so fun. I saw your pictures and I was like, holy cow, that looks amazing. The cabin looked huge. And it was just the three of you, right? Just Yes. that, That was shocking too. If you guys ever decide to do a vacation like this, I totally recommend using Escape to Blue Ridge. Um, They're a management company for cabins, and the prices are crazy. I think it was like $145 a night. Oh, wow. And this cabin was three floors. It slept up to eight people. I paid more than that for nice hotel rooms. (laughs) I know. Wow. That is so nice. Yeah, and this was an entire cabin, so it, it it was awesome. It was totally different, and... Definitely something we'll remember and definitely something we'll do again. Yeah, I love going to the mountains. Jared's parents have a place in the mountains. I always view it as like the place where you go and just do nothing, you know, compared to our life here in Orlando. It's kind of like, oh, I love just waking up, having coffee on the porch. There's nature. The kids just want to run around. The last time we went, it was like the fall time. So the leaves were out and they were literally jumping in piles of leaves, which they would never be able to do here. And it was just so nice. I'd, I say we plan a closet mom's cabin vacation. Yes, let's do Okay, yes. I'm, on, I'm on board for that. <laughs> yeah, because I'm going to need wine on my next cabin trip. Mm. Every t- Everything I was doing, I was like, oh, this would be so nice with a glass of wine. Sitting on the, <laughs> sitting on the porch in the rocking chair, sitting by the fire pit, everything in my head. I'm like, oh, this would be so good with a glass of wine. I take yeah. a shower and I'm like, oh, this would be so nice with a glass of wine. <laughs> They have those, those shower wine glasses. Maybe I need to add that to my baby registry. Yes, do that. (laughs) Would you like me to bring a bottle of champagne to your delivery room? (laughs) Yes, please. Let's do it. Yeah. How was your week? My week was good. Um, It was, well, I was hangry all week. I just started keto. So for those who know me, you know my struggle this week. I never, ever stick to a diet or a plan. I'm just really bad at it. This past week, I started on Monday. I lost five pounds the first week. 
Yay. Not going to lie. I was hoping it'd be more like 10 pounds, but I know that's <laughs> not realistic. Um, so far I'm going strong drinking. Oh, we're, I'm also doing the intermittent fasting, so I can't even eat till 11. So I've been drinking a lot of black coffee. It's not that bad. I thought it would be terrible, but it's not. It's good. Well, by the way, it's 10.55. You have five more minutes and you can eat. I know. Okay, well. I have to take a break. I might have to pause. <laughs> Go get some food. Snack break. I'm good now. Yeah, that, that part is hard. This past week, I've been trying to make sure I don't eat after like eight-ish. Mm-hmm. I say ish, meaning yeah. like <laughs> that could mean eight. That could mean 10. I know. No, <laughs> no but. I've been trying to do that, but that's nighttime is always a struggle because I feel like that's the time of day that we actually get to sit down and relax and we're like, Ooh, a nice, a nice glass of wine. (laughs) Right. I know. Yeah. And I did no alcohol all week, but I will say, um, you know, Easter was Sunday. So I did tell myself I'm going to stick to my diet, but I'm going to, I'll have a drink. You got this. Yeah. So what did you guys do for Easter? We did like a pool day with our family and then we had a couple friends come over um, at the end of the day, but we didn't really do anything crazy. We normally have like a big, big family gathering and we were kind of all separate places this year. So we just hung at the pool all day, which was really nice. Yeah, that sounds awesome. And the day was perfect for that too. It was so beautiful out. Um, What'd you guys do? We went to church in the morning and then we went to... Um, Patrick's parents' house. My mother-in-law cooked everything. Patrick's brothers and their wives were there, or one of them was there. And we just got to hang out and spend time with family. It was fun. Olivia had a lot of fun with her baby cousin, seeing him. Mm, I saw the pictures. So cute. Yeah. So it was cool just to, it, it was just a calm, relaxing family dinner, family day. It was a good day. That's nice. I, I really like Easter. Everyone was saying, like, why are you starting a diet around Easter? But I never thought of Easter as, like, the day, the holiday for, like, food and stuff. But I totally forgot. I know, but I totally forgot about the candy part of it. Yeah, true, true. Okay, I have to stop right here and let you know, if you are listening and you are near or around children, you might want to pause this for right now. I don't want there to be any spoilers, if you know what I mean. We are going to be talking about the E-A-S-T-E-R-B-U-N-N-Y with a little bit of S-A-N-T-A. So if you do have the kids with you, just turn us off now and come chat with us later, okay? Okay, back to our normal programming. And totally forgot, meaning like I literally, I didn't even like go out and buy candy for the Easter eggs and like an idiot. So I was trying to stuff the eggs the night before and Jared was like, uh, what? so what'd you get to stuff the eggs? And I'm like, Oh, yeah, we got to stuff the eggs. I totally forgot. Whoops. So I went to their piggy banks and I got their own change and I filled their eggs with their own piggy bank change. (laughs) (laughs) See, I I was stuffing eggs at 11 p.m. the night before, too. But I asked Patrick, I'm like, I need some dollar bills because I don't have enough candy. (laughs) Give me some ones. If you remember, stuffing the eggs the night before puts us ahead of last year. Last year, we were scrambling on our way home from Tampa Easter morning. Oh, my gosh. I forgot about that. We had to stop at a CVS, get (laughs) candy to fill eggs. (laughs) And then I threw them all out in the front yard before I walked in the door. Yes. That is so true. Olivia remembered. I didn't remember this. So, of course, this year, the Easter Bunny left her goodies and her basket on the table. So, last year, the bunny 
left her basket uh, by the front door. This year, she was like, why did the bunny, how did the bunny get in the house? Oh, my. She was like, you said he couldn't come in our house because he was scared of the dogs last year. How did he get get in the house this year? I'm like, I don't know. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I totally forgot about that. Last year, Ashley and I went to see Demi Lovato in Tampa. So we all got home in time. Like, my kids were still in their PJs, but we forgot the whole egg thing. So, yeah, we stopped at a CVS and took the baskets and put them on the front porch. And then we did the whole reveal. Like, I don't know if Olivia is dealing with this now, but Kira's got a couple of older friends. And even before Easter, like the week before, she was saying, Mommy, is the Easter bunny real? And I'm like, oh, geez. And she's like, because my friend said... He's not real. He might be real. We just can't find him. So I was like, well, who do you think brings your Easter basket every year? Of course. And I was like, it's just like Santa, baby. We don't see him. He just comes in when we're sleeping. And that's how you get your Easter basket. Like, that's it. I'm like, oh, great. Here we go. And and, and my thought, my very initial thought was just tell her. It's just the Easter bunny. Just tell her. Who cares? But if I tell her that the Easter bunny is not real... 100% she's going to be like, well, I guess Santa's not real then. And I don't want to ruin that. Like the Santa one's a big deal. I'm going to let her live in that magic for now. I just can't, I'm not willing to do it. That was just the beginning of it. And her friend came over yesterday and they weren't, I don't even know if they were talking about nothing at all. And out of nowhere, she goes, Kira, the Easter bunny is not real. Our oh. parents are the ones hiding in the eggs in the morning. And I was like, oh my, I like jumped up out of my seat and I like ran to go like change the subject. And I was like, what are you girls doing? Oh, let's go outside. Oh my God. And and I'm like, oh my God. No. And, and so Aww. she's just relaying facts. She's not trying to like hurt Kira's feelings or, or try to like spoil anything. I don't think there was anything malicious about it. That's, this is just the age, I think, where they're like, oh, I've got new information. I got to share it with my friend. It's like women, like we, you know, you got the gossip, let's share it. Like you're not trying to hurt anybody. So I just, I'm like, okay, well, I just need to start preparing myself because it's going to happen soon. Olivia, since she was like two and a half, has been asking um, why the Santas look different because- <laughs> We always go to the Millennium Mall Santa for Santa pictures just because right. he's the best. I love that Santa. And I wanted all her pictures to be the same. Yes. So one year we didn't. I procrastinated way too much. We were already in New York. We were Christmas shopping. And I was like, okay, here's a random mall Santa. Let's do this. Get it over with. Ever since then, she's like, why is this Santa different? That's not the same Santa. There's more than one Santa. Oh, no. So, And I was like, no, these aren't the real Santa. These are Santa's helpers. So that's mm-hmm. how we got around that. But it won't last long. So I'm holding on strong mm-hmm. while it is. I know. Me too. But hopefully that was the end of it. Now that Easter's over, even though Dash doesn't think it's over because every morning he wakes up asking to do an Easter egg hunt. This brings us right into our naughty nice segment because <laughs> Uh-oh. Um, I'll start with my naughty nice and guess what it's not a naughty about kira for once go kira i know (laughs) so we were at the easter egg hunt in the neighborhood last year she didn't get one single egg at this particular egg hunt because she was literally that slow she just couldn't get it together so i was trying to really encourage her like go run to the back and make your way toward us so you can get those eggs and don't stop to admire the egg or open it just grab it and go but then she kept seeing like 
little eggs that they had like these weird shaped eggs, like a barn, a unicorn. And she's like, Oh, I'm going to get the barn for dash. Oh, I'm going to get that for my other friend. Like she really was trying to collect eggs for her friends and for her brother. And she Aww. helped and she was like really wanting to help dash. So that was, that's her, her nice. Um, I thought that was really sweet. Yeah. And then um, dash, he gets the naughty segment because been home with this candy we keep saying you can't have that and there's been a few times and I like walk around the corner and he's literally like in a corner on the floor like kind of hiding and he's opening up candy and just shoving it in his mouth I'm like what are you doing mommy said no and he's like just a little bit just a little bit like (laughs) no and he's like I hide his basket up high he gets a chair and he knocks it down and you hear the tumble of eggs everywhere and he's like shoving candy in his mouth that's awesome that's that's a that's Olivia's naughty for this week too. She will not stop either. If she's either trying to sneak it or she's begging for candy. It's driving me crazy. She's pulling this new card lately where I'll be like, no, Olivia. If I tell her no, her response is, do you even care about me? <laughs> do you even care what I want? I'm like, are you serious? Because oh my gosh. It's so random. I don't know. And it makes me feel bad, but it's also really frustrating because at first when she did it, I had a talk with her. She'll say that and then she'll be like, do you guys even want me in this family or not? Oh my gosh. Yeah. So we had, I had a serious talk with her. Like, of course we want you in the family. You are very important. You're wanted, you're needed, you're loved, all that. So then she keeps doing it. She keeps pulling that card. I feel like she's doing it. She's using it. Oh, so if I give you a piece of candy, then I care about you? I know. Exactly. Nope. Don't let them pulling at your heartstrings. And I feel bad because I feel like part of it is real because even though Olivia is super excited to be a big sister, I think she's also fully aware of the changes that are about to take place her naughty of the week was stealing candy and then trying to manipulate me into giving her more (laughs) but she does have a nice also this week yesterday um I had the tv on and it was just the news on and it showed a girl her and her mom passed out blessing bags at Lake Eola to the homeless they go pass them out like once a month and Olivia instantly was like can we do that and And I was like, yeah, we can do that. So she came up with this plan on her own. She's going to start saving coins and dollars so that she can go shopping and buy stuff to make sandwiches and snacks. And she said they also need a cookie in their back. Of course, of course. (laughs) And she wants to go pass them out. So we're definitely going to do that because I feel like it'll be a good, uh, it's a good learning experience and a good lesson. So that's her nice of the week. That is so cute. That's such a good idea. Maybe we should have the girls do it together. We should do that. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of this week, I don't know if you're watching American Idol, but um, there's a local girl from Orlando, specifically Lake Nona, that is on American Idol this year. Did you see that? I did not. I haven't watched it at all this season. I need to catch up. Yeah. Her name's Alyssa Ragu. And she is 17 years old. She's a high school student and she is fantastic. She has the best voice. I love it so much. And oh. she's awesome, but she's on American Idol. So that was on this week and she made it to the top eight. So I'm so excited That's for awesome. any of our listeners who aren't already voting, totally get on and vote for her. So whether you're from Lake Nona or not, it's central Florida. I mean, she's yeah, our, she's our local awesome. girl. Yeah. yeah. So, so that was like an exciting night on Sunday. I was like not breathing half the time when her name was the last name they called for the top eight. So I was like, oh, please make it, please make it. 
Yes, I need to catch up and get my votes in because that's super cool to have a local on there. Okay, so let's go on to our question and answers for this week. I have a few questions. Okay, this the first question is, what is something that used to shame you or embarrass you but no longer does? This is you super mean e- like after having a kid? Yes. Oh, okay. This is super easy for me. It's my appearance. <laughs> <laughs> I used to do my hair, do my makeup. Now, who even has time for that? Oh my gosh, I don't. Yeah, so I that's that's an easy one for me. My appearance. Olivia is always she's always on point. She always yes, looks good. Always on point. Not right okay. now. Maybe when they get older and we have more time to ourselves. Yes, exactly. Okay, the next question was someone sent in what is the one thing about motherhood that you discovered on your own that you wish people would have told you beforehand? Mm, that's a good one. Oh, I, I know mine already because I've been I've thought about this before. Go for it. Um, so two things, really. I wish that somebody would have told me that childbirth was so dangerous. I would had no idea that so many things could go wrong. And yeah. I remember thinking after I had Kira, like, oh, my gosh, what in the world did people do? And the, back in the day when the medical facilities weren't what they are now and or if they couldn't even get to a medical facility. They died. Yeah, they just died. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's what happens. That is so crazy to me. Like, I, I had no idea that there was even a possibility that something could go wrong. Like, the worst thing that I thought would ever happen would be, like, a C-section. And even then, I thought a C-section would, part of it is that you get a scar. Like, I had no idea that there were dangers or complications. Yeah. So, that was one. And then my other one, I don't want people to, like, judge me for this, but everybody would say, oh, when they're pregnant, I love you. But I have never even met you, and I love you. But I never had that like instant bond that didn't really happen for me and I don't know maybe I'm alone maybe I'm the only one that feels that way but I that's definitely not I don't think so I I wish because I at the time I felt like something was wrong with me I wish somebody had said like it's normal you're you're fine you're not a weirdo I totally get that because kind of piggybacking off that for me it's pregnancy I'm that way with pregnancy I had no idea how horrible it could be and how much it could suck. Nobody talks about disliking pregnancy. It's weird as hell. You get a cool prize at the end of it, a very cool prize. Right. But I hate being pregnant. People, their first response is, did you try ginger ale? Did you try ginger <laughs> candy? Peppermint candies? Like, it's like, I'm so far beyond peppermint and ginger. Um, Amy Schumer, if you follow her on Instagram... She's pregnant right now, and she's Mm -hmm. finally bringing awareness to it. Like, she's showing herself in a taxi cab on the way to do a comedy show. I feel the worst I've felt in my entire life, but I signed a contract, and I'll be sued if I don't go. And then she's puking in the next clip. Oh, my gosh. In the back of a taxi. Like, she's like, I don't have a choice. This is is what I'm dealing with. So I'm like, thank you. Somebody is showing the real-life side of it no one told me that it could suck so bad. Right. For those who are pregnant and enjoying it, this is not for you. <laughs> yes, seriously. Definitely not. Skip oh this part. Um, I saw that Pat sent something. Oh, yes, he did. He did. Let's see. He had a good one. Let me pull that up. Those who don't know, Ashley's husband, his name is Patrick, and he sent in some um, pretty cool questions and very timely because it has to do with the topic of the week. So yeah. let's answer those. His questions 
Um, the first one he said, do you ask your kids for their permission before you post their image? Didn't someone get sued? Didn't a mom recently get sued by her teenage daughter? I mean, okay. Yeah. I do, I do okay. remember the story. Number one, that's insane. But I do think it's crazy that they have zero say. It never really crossed my mind. Our picture albums are out there for anyone to find and anyone to see. I know. Of our kids. But our picture albums as kids are just sitting on shelves in our parents' house. Right. Way to make us feel bad, Patrick. I know. Jeez. No, but it's it's something I have actually never thought about. I I don't know. I think because they're young, there's nothing right now I don't think that could, like, affect their future. But... I do think I probably should sit down with Jared and come up with like a certain age where we decide we're not going to post on their behalf anymore. We have to let them decide. That goes into Patrick's next point. He's he's totally just throwing this out there as ideas and thoughts. He's not against social media or anything like that. Right. But we're going to have to have these conversations. Mm-hmm. Um, he said, do we need to think about their future and how all of this will be online for the world to see? years later for example imagine olivia's running for president and some jerk can do a deep internet search and find the first time she pooped her pants in school (laughs) (laughs) oh geez i guess we have to be more aware it didn't exist when we were growing up we're kind of the new parents stepping into that Mm -hmm. all the time on the news people are you know going to social media or the internet and digging up anything they can possibly do to harm somebody else that's uh it's already happening so right you know i don't know if you follow her it's sunny abada she used to be yes a, yes a local newscaster and uh but she doesn't post their faces everywhere and i don't think she wants the association or the attachment because people are crazy all it takes is one teacher to di- disagree with something she said and maybe they start treating her child differently at school Oh, that's true. You know what I mean? Or or another parent or so she, since her following is much bigger than what we have for now. For now. Yeah. (laughs) She, she doesn't share their faces because she doesn't want, I, well, I'm assuming she doesn't want the attachment there, you know? Yeah. That is something to think about. I think I'm after this episode, I'm really going to start reevaluating what I put on Facebook. I, I don't know if it's too late or not, but yeah, but definitely something to talk about and think about. I yeah, I don't. I definitely don't want to ruin the, her chances of becoming the next president. I mean, I think she could run a country. <laughs> and here's my thought. Okay, this is definitely segueing now into the the main topic of the week, which is social media and our kids and their use and all that. I I think that social media realistically cannot just go away at this point because people rely on it so much for their businesses, for communication purposes. I mean, it's just, it's such a huge thing. People rely on it to make their money and to make their their living. So I get it. I mean, look at us. We are using social media platforms to promote our closet moms and anything else that we've got going on. And we rely on it and we rely on other people that use it. So I get that. But I also understand we're adults who can make decisions for ourselves. I think there should be like an age limit on this type of stuff. I agree that, with that. And and so I don't think it's all bad, but I don't I don't think there's much good for for children. So whether it, you know, like I said we need to reevaluate the way we're using it in regards to our children and their and their their posts and their pictures, 
Yeah, I totally agree. And, okay, do you remember in high school how there was a home ec class that taught you, like, homemaking skills and stuff like that? Yes. There should be a class in school now mm-hmm. about, um, like, rules and safety of the internet and social media. Kids Ugh. need to be taught this. 100% agree. They need to know what to post, what not to post. And someone wrote, a few people, one of my friends wrote, there's no pri- there's a no privacy rule with social media and phones, which I completely agree with. There's no password. Mm-hmm. There's no... You don't get privacy. That's oh, yeah. Even, it's just not safe. <laughs> I 100% will have a tracker on everything they do. No passcodes. I will be, I, I know they have apps where they basically mirror the phone. I will know exactly every single text message, every single call. I will be that psycho mom over the cell phone usage. Like, And honestly, it's for their safety. It really it's is. Like 100%. It's not because... I care what you're saying to your fake little boyfriend. I care about your safety and I want to make sure you're not talking to someone you shouldn't be talking to. They even say that musically app or whatever it's called mm-hmm. can yeah. find kids location. Yep. I and, that. and creeps use it to just communicate and talk to kids. Right. And I guess I know that there are safer ways to use each of these things, but like how I feel about it, it's just kind of like, yeah, I don't even want to have to manipulate it to make it work. I just, we're just not going to do it at all. I know, you know, as a parent, I can say, no, you can't have a cell phone or no, you can't have the social media, whatever. But if everyone around them is still doing it, they're going to feel the effects of it, whether they're on it or not. There's just no reason for it. And I wish that I could start some kind of movement to get all the moms and parents on the same page so that way we get our children who are now four or five, six years old, whatever, start now. So by time it gets to the point where they are getting into the world of cell phones and maybe social media, that we're all on the same page and we don't we do not do it because suicide rates are up, depression rates are up. Um, it's crazy. Uh, I don't know if you listen to Joe Rogan. He has a podcast on this and it talks about how girls are meaner than ever now. Like in oh, the past, you that. would you would think the boys are more aggressive and more mean and they use violence and they, you would just think of them as the worser gender in that in that case. But it's not true now. Girls are horrible because they sit behind a keyboard and sit behind a phone and they say disgusting things to people. And they also when they receive that type of stuff, it hurts them 10 times worse. So it is such a huge thing with their mental health. I just don't think it's safe to be on social media and to be open to that type of stuff there's bullying criticism body shaming that leads into like the world of filters and 14 year old girls taking 50 pictures to get the right picture to post on instagram get out of here with that like there's so many things wrong with that one the fact that they are trying so hard and they feel the need to look a certain way and it's it's not true it's not authentic and second Think about all that time they wasted getting those 50,000 pictures and editing and posting and waiting for comments and waiting for likes. The energy and the time that it takes to do all that, they should be learning and spending quality time with their friends. And nobody's actually enjoying the time that with their family or their friends. And I'm like 100% guilty of it. I've done this before, too. And I have to really snap myself out of it sometimes. Like, Yeah. Like, we don't We don't need to be teaching our kids that. They don't need to start now doing that. How do we do this, Ashley? How do we start a movement? Make it a legal thing. I don't know. Like, can who can change the rules of social media? Like, you can't have an Instagram, a Snapchat, or Musical.ly, Facebook. You can't have those accounts unless you're 18 or older. Like, how do we change that? That's what we need to do. 
I don't know, but that would be amazing because it's for real a fear and so scary. The fact that everybody knows what everybody is doing at all times. That's what causes anxiety and depression. And a lot of it is you, you see their Facebook story, Instagram story. You only see the very pretty side of it. You don't actually see what what the truth actually is. And so you're looking at everybody's best version of themselves and you're constantly comparing yourself to other people and what they're doing and where they're at. It's too much. There's too much access to each other at this point. Don't need to be knowing what their friends are doing. You know, back in the day, we go to school and we came home, we did our homework, we played outside and then we went to school the next day. And then that's when we saw our friends. You don't need to know everything about everyone. That just opens the door to so many other problems. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. And like, Okay, going back to a safety issue. Did you see how Kim Kardashian had that huge robbery where they stole her huge diamond wedding ring in Paris? Yes. Because she was posting on social media. Why would you do that? You're drawing a map for someone to rob you. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, if you're Kim Kardashian. I don't think that would happen to me, but, you know. (laughs) I don't think anyone's going to come rob me. Like, young girls, the same thing happen if you're sharing your location and pictures of yourself and there are so many creeps out there that will come find you I agree she did say she learned a huge lesson on that and now she no longer shares things in the moment Mm -hmm. if she takes videos and pictures of things that she's doing she shares them like the, the next day or yeah at a different time she doesn't share things in real life time so that someone can be like, oh, they're at Disneyland today. Let's go bomb the place. Right. That's actually a really great idea. Social media is not all bad either because my main use of social media besides us doing this, rather than texting people pictures of Olivia every single day because people ask for it, it's right. I, I just post pictures. Everybody's updated. Everyone knows what she's doing how she's growing, what's going on in her life. It makes people feel like they're a part of her life, even if they don't see her like a few times a year. Because I show show her pictures of all her cousins in New York too. Yeah. Like, so she feels like she sees what they're doing. She knows what they're doing. And so it's super helpful when it comes to that. I know. I agree. I'll tell you my plan of attack for this social media issue is that One, honestly, I know it sounds crazy, but I want to start some kind of movement. So I will figure it out. I'll Google it until I can figure out how to start this movement. We got to get kids off social media and we're going to figure it out. Um, But going forward, I I think that I'm just going to not allow my children to have uh, cell phones until they absolutely need it. Maybe, you know, if I know there's going to, they're going to be somewhere without me and I'll just make sure it's one of those phones that you can only connect with your parents or 911 and just leave it at that. And when it comes to, you know, the internet and social media, I'm just going to say you can't have it. It's just going to be a known thing. You just can't have it. And I'm sure eventually they're just going to stop asking for it if they even start asking for it. Somebody posted that their daughter has a phone, but she doesn't allow her to have social media. And she stopped asking for it because she's now seeing all the drama that her friends are having via social media. And she's like, yeah, I don't want any part of that. I'm glad I'm not involved. And it saves her from so much trouble. So I think eventually they'll see why it's good for them. And at the end of the day, I'm the parent. I'm not against using the tablet for certain scenarios, like when we travel and things like that. Totally, I'm I'm all for it. 
So with YouTube, I finally just said, no, no more YouTube. It's not safe. Thankfully, she had never seen anything crazy. Yeah. She likes to watch her and Kira's videos. <laughs> I know. Kira does too. She's al- she's allowed to watch those. She can watch those as much as she wants because I know what's in them. Right. I Yeah, I feel the same way about that. Kira's not allowed on her YouTube anymore either. So, well, she's not allowed to have the tablet unless it's, um, you know, restaurant, traveling, that you know, yes. places where it they can either can bother me get- or embarrass me, then no. Yeah. They can yeah. have it. But yeah, limiting is definitely uh, ne- necessary at this point. I think I think limits, communication, education, I think those are all going to be super important in just mm-hmm. teaching our kids the good, the bad, everything. Yep. For now you're four and you have zero business. Right. And <laughs> and even when you're 11, 12, 13, 14, you still exactly. don't need it. <laughs> Sorry. Exactly. Not going to happen. You know, in the meantime, while I'm trying to get this movement off the ground, you know, I wouldn't mind creating a class in, in school where they're learning about ways to use social media and thinking about their future and educating the kids on what's appropriate, what's not appropriate and show them the effects of it. And they really need something like that. Internet, would, internet safety as a whole, like, yeah, like how they had a dare program in yes. school. I, I really think that they should have some type of internet safety program that teaches kids the dangers. It can, it can cause depression. It can cause kids to be antisocial it can cause kids to make up fake lives and fake people you could have an entire class in school on that let's do it Ashley let's start I'm down. Uh, a program moms against social media I know that doesn't masm that doesn't sound good masm but we can, we can come up with something yeah you heard, you heard it now we are creating a program and it's going to be parents against social media and let's start a movement of educating and eventually, hopefully, banning until they're old enough to make those decisions. Yeah, let's do it. We can do it. Hey, that's our challenge for the week. It's going to be a challenge for a good Yeah, let's see if while. we can make progress. Let's do some research and feel, and feel it out and see how we can get maybe a program started. And we've got to start somewhere, right? Yes, absolutely. Right. That is our challenge for the week. We never talked about our challenge from the prior week. We talked about sleep, and our challenge was to get more sleep. Yeah, I guess spoiler alert, I didn't didn't, didn't succeed. Happen. Nope. Oh. <laughs> that was wishful thinking. Yeah. I didn't get more sleep. I Olivia agree. was up at the crack of dawn. One night was a crazy storm, so we were literally up like half the night. Like is the third floor of the cabin gonna blow off? <laughs> well, so- let's just hope our challenge this week goes a little bit better than our last one. Mm-hmm. I'm super passionate about this. This is if I have to make this my passion project, I will. I don't care. This is a big deal, and I challenge everybody else to get on board with me. Help me figure out a plan. We got to get this program in place, and then we got to figure out who we need to talk to to get this uh, age limit increased for social media. That would be yeah. That's what we need to do. Yeah, absolutely. Let's do it. Thank you for listening to episode four of our Closet Moms podcast. If you have any questions for us, please leave it on our Facebook page or our Instagram. We love to hear from you. Um, and definitely let us your, know your thoughts on uh, social media. Where do you stand? And anybody that wants to jump on board with me, let me know. Let's start something. I need the help. Okay? Yes. All right, Ashley, you enjoy your week, and we will catch up next week. All right. Can't wait. Bye. Bye. Bye.